We're delving deeper into the world of mining and engineering. From the coalface with Martin Kremer. It's that time again on a Friday when Updated Noon presents another update from the coalface with Martin Kremer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon. The World Coal Association, headed by South Africa's Drilline Dlovu, uh, this week expressed its full support for a just energy transition to a clean energy future. No, this is great pragmatism being shown by the World Coal Association. We point out that they are also sincerely in favour of zero emissions, but that they realise that coal is going to have to play a role for the good of humanity for a period until it can be replaced. And what they want to do at that stage is make sure that they produce as clean a coal as possible. So they're taking steps to clean up their coal so that the emissions and carbon emissions from the coal will be reduced, the pollution from the coal will be reduced. But in the meantime, they're saying, you know, they've got to continue because people need their lights on, people need the electricity, but they want to do it in a responsible way, in a sustainable way, in a way that benefits the planet Mm. as well. All right, so it's not the miracle of a sector phasing itself out progressively then. Um, Transport Minister Fikile Mbalula says South Africa must continue to phase out coal in a carefully structured manner. What does he mean by that approach? Now, this he expressed his viewpoint at the Presidential Climate Commission conference yesterday. And, you know, he was looking to the devastating effects of climate change and seeing that really people who can least afford it are really the ones that are worst affected by climate change. And he's saying that this points to the need for a just transition that also includes the people that have been hurt by climate change up to now. And we think of, of also of KwaZulu-Natal comes to mind immediately with the floods that were really devastating. And what he's committing South Africa to is what South Africa has been committed to for a long time, and that is moving along and making sure that the uh, 1.5 degrees Celsius level is not exceeded, as was agreed Mm. to at the Paris climate change, and to introduce new forms of energy that are clean and green. So decarbonization he was promoting yesterday and saying, you know, South Africa's got to go along with this that have a just transition as people move out of coal, they get moved into different new positions so that we still have the benefit of of the energy replacement, but that the people actually are uplifted Mm -hmm. at the same time, particularly when we think of Mpumalanga and the communities that have been building around there and the number of power stations now that are going to close and the need to repurpose those power stations. And we're hearing a lot now uh, about that happening with good effect. The one thing we're always brimming with are brilliant people. I see one such, uh, South African mining stalwart, Dr. Mark Bristow, was taking steps to develop what will be Pakistan's biggest ever mining project. Yeah, you know, we don't think of Pakistan and mining, but these days, of course, the geologists are looking everywhere because the minerals and metals are still needed, particularly copper. And we know Dr. Mark Bristow, I mean, he's been so successful in South Africa, now with Barrick Gold, of course, they made sure they got their hands on him to lead Barrick Gold, this company that's really doing well, uh, listed in New York and Canada. And he has been scouring the world. He's one who hankers off the great world uh, geological phenomena. And here he's found this massive big plant uh, prospect in 
time, of hmm. all places, massive copper, massive gold. And he's working so well with the government there and the new prime minister. It's going to be a 50-50 down the middle. And this is how he works when he develops in these countries that the country benefits to a maximum extent as well as barrack gold. So he's going ahead with something like $7 billion, and the government is also putting in money and the provinces, and they feel that it will be a great benefit to the people of Pakistan, particularly in the area where this mine will take place, which has been neglected to some extent from an economic viewpoint. Nice positive way to finish off on. Martin Kremer is publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. He'll be back at the coalface at the same time next Friday.